0: Wednesday, Mishpatim, Shear 68, we move on to a new Tana. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel, now it gets very confusing, because everybody has similar names, and therefore, this Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel is the first Rabban Shimon he is Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel, Shimon ben Gamliel We discussed Rabban Shimon and this is his son Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Hazakein. He was the first of the Asara Haruge Malchus. And it's very important to keep in mind that Asar of Rugi Malchus were not all killed at one time. Rabbi Akiva was from the Asar of Rugi Malchus, and he lived a few generations after Hashim Gamliel Hazokim. Hashim Gamliel Hazukin was the first of the Asar of Rugi Malchus. He was a contemporary with Rabbi Shemal Khen Gadol, Rabbi Medzaka, that we discussed, and Rabbi Hilal ben Yaakov that we did not discuss yet. He was a great grandson of Hillel Hazokim. Hill's great, Hill's grand, Hill's son was Shimon, then came Ramgondel Hazaket, and then came Shimon Gamliel Hazake. So Shimon Gamliel was the Nasi for 20 years before the Khurban Beis HaMikdash, and the Tzedukim already took over the Kayin position, and they were trying to create a independence from the Roman Empire, and there was a tremendous uh, tumult at that time and the story of Kamtza Bar Kamtza that uh, he's tr- he was trying to uh, say Lashon Hara to the Roman Emperor and tell him that the Yidin were not uh, being part of they were not stalling to Rome so Bar Kamtza made a moment, it and he made it not right to be Makrev and there was a big Machleik if they should be Makrev or they shouldn't be Makrev most of the G'dayim held, most of the Tanoim held that they should some did not, and therefore they were not it, And that created a difficulty that ultimately led to the Chubim B'Shemikdash. Very important to keep in mind, that Vigda Miller, the way he looks at history, is through Tyredicke words, Kamsa and Bar Kamtza were both not Peseder. He says they were both Tztukim, and that's why whenever Chazal talk about Sinas Chinam in the second B'Shemikdash, and the example is Kamtza and Bar Kamsa he says when we're talking about the Sinas Chinam, between the Tztukim and the Chachamim. Not amongst the Chachamim themselves, it's always the Tztukim. Whenever, the, whenever the in this example, Bar Kamta and Kamta are both Stukim, and that's why they were not the greatest people in Klal Yisrael, and that's how such a thing could take place. <laughs> now a very interesting thing that happened during of Shimon's lifetime, is that there was an individual by the name of Yosef ben Yahu, who was appointed as the general to defend the northern portion of Eretz Israel, and Ab tried to get involved and to stop him from being in charge, and people didn't listen. But and ultimately Yosef left. He left his army and he went to the Romans, and he is who is known as Josephus. So most of the history that people have from that time comes from Josephus. And De Miller, in his many books on history, attacks Josephus. He said he's a liar, and he proves it many times. So a lot of historical perceptions that are in many history books come from Josephus. And he was a chakrin with an agenda to put down the Chachamim, because he was attacked by the Chachamim. So many times he portrayed Kla Yisrael in a different light than they were supposed to be and he proves it various ways, he says for himself in his book himself, but that was this individual, Yosef Matasio, who Shim felt was not Erlach. so it obviously would make sense that nowadays, it would be very unwise to be saying on Yosef Matasio's accounts of how it happened, especially when it pertains to the Chachamim's impact. And Klai Yisrael, and Victor Miller in his books goes to great lengths to explain how the Hamim's approach to the story is very different than Josephus, and rightfully so, because Josephus generally said lies, and the Hamim always said the truth. And there's one example, Josephus abandoned Klai Yisrael, and he went, and he defected to the Romans.